was falling apart when heaven rescued me. Recover my heart, I want the world to see. I can testify. of my home to a jail cell they try to break me down but their plan fails i remember like yesterday still clear as day when i felt i had my whole future stripped away she should have known better i felt the heat speeding through the lanes i was looking for the better me feeding my desires ignoring my royal pedigree bloodline from the heavens still slept in the penitentiary meant for more so when you say the words i've written touch you it's the lord the pressure that i felt on me don't feel it anymore you sent me healing from above there's nothing realer than your love i was falling apart when heaven rescued me recovered my heart i want the world to Same-day delivery for some of my prayers. I close my eyes while my stress and anxiety flare. If it comes up like stairs, I know right on time my God will be there. So many blessings coming down, I don't know if it's real. We not scared, I just feel like we shouldn't be here. But I'm prepared, I got nothing to fear. This is God's plan, young man, and not a career. This a calling, I'm all in, I'm done stalling. I'm done waiting for a better time to tell my story. I know this power in the name of I was falling apart when heaven rescued me, recovered my heart, I want the world to see, I can testify, mm-hmm. I can testify, Ooh. I gave him my life, he gave it back to me, no longer the same, not who I used to be, I can testify. Hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio. RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections. Met the doers of the Word Love Fellowship Gathering, where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadesh or our own yuck of flesh today? That was Crowder with Testify to kick us off. I am Scribe, President of Emulators MC, Shalach Havahava, and your Yajay for Yahweh this evening. Let's get to it. 
We start each podcast at 7.07 Pacific, 9.07 Central, 10.07 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. That number again, 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you are new here, we hope this resonates with you and you keep coming back. If you're not new here, well, then apparently it's been successful. So hallelujah. That being said, Marissa, are you available to read the warning? I am available. I just need a second. I'm getting settled down over here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of background noise. I apologize. Well, yeah. But if you can hear me this way, is this okay? Yeah, it's fine. Where are you guys at? I'm in my couch, which is in the den area. Ah. The rock is, I don't think Rock is talking to someone that is probably shifty. I'm not quite sure. So it's, it must be an important call. So I don't know. But anyways, so I'm at home in Arizona home. So hallelujah. I'm going to read the warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let us stay here. Transform recovery is the refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up, share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Pulling our past inside is poison to our souls. Sharing your issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transferred out is not connected to any law enforcement agency. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find your new exciting life as one in your new Yafia, as a new creation. We are not in an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put your bad business out there, but to put out the solutions. We are in transform recovery and have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all walks of life, people from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs we may have even used today. It's very hard to help someone who's been intoxicated. So we encourage anyone who is attending that is used today to please speak with a transformer after the gathering. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. You want you to know you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances one scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence. A repossession of a car 
a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture, and or extreme bodily harm, etc., etc. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. The language may be offensive, as they may not have yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional, drug-damaged, or destroyed abusive character. We ask as you share to refrain from any inappropriate speech, but we all must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. Some may never have even opened up the word before and may have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Ruach HaKadosh. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may, in fact, have had bizarre church experiences whereby the Spirit of Love was pursuing them, but yet cannot receive that love, and may have rejected Yah Ahava, as He is trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly minded that we have no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working. Kifei Kadesh, step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers in the Kifei Kadesh scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. We are going to move into our seventh bodybuilder, the Ahava, or love offering. This offering goes to support our radio and various prison ministries, our faith favor farms, our houses of worship, as well as our Yahability ministries. Everything that comes in through Transformed goes to help the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, and the helpless among us. It's what the Mishpachah was meant to be from the very beginning. If there is a pure religion, it is to help the widows and the orphans and to take care of those that somehow found themselves in a position to be incapable of taking care of themselves. The best thing we can give them, the best message we can give them, the best thing we can share with them, is the love of of Elohim, the love of Yahweh from Shamayim. There's nothing better because that is life-changing on its face, just that knowledge. After that, we can put him to the test. In fact, he encourages us to do it. He knows the tests that we're going to go through. He's there to help us out through them. But when you look at Malachi 3.8, where Yah says, will you rob me or will man rob Elohim? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, and what have we robbed you? In the tithe and the offering. You are cursed for the curse for the nation, all of it. You are robbing me. 
bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that there may, may be food in my house, and test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I, whether I will not open the windows of Shamayim for you and pour out a barukatah until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. And I will rebuke the devourer for you, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground against you. Nor shall your vine miscarry against you in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. And all nations shall call you Berachulab. For you shall be delight, a delightful land, says Yahweh of hosts. Your words have been strong against me, says Yahweh. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? We act all innocent. You have said it is vanity to serve Elohim. And what profit is it that we have kept his charge and that we have walked as mourners before Yahweh of hosts? And now we are calling the arrogant Berachot. Not only are the doers of, the, of wickedness built up, they also test Elohim and escape. Then those fearing Yahweh spoke together each man to his neighbor, and Yahweh gave attention and heard, and a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared Yahweh and for those esteeming his name. And they shall be mine, says Yahweh of hosts. For the day that I will make up my treasure... And I will pity them as a man has pity on his son who serves him. Then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. Now that was Malachi 3.8. That was some good news before Yeshua. So why people started thinking that the good news only came after Yeshua. I don't know. Somehow I think there's a misunderstanding there, or perhaps not a thorough enough reading. But after Yeshua, the Shlaya Shaul tells us in Second Corinthians nine, six through nine. But remember this the one sowing sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one sowing generously will also reap generously. Each one as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity. For Yahuwah loves a cheerful giver. And Elohim is able to make all kavod abound, or chanan, abound toward you. That in everything, always having all self-sufficiency. You may now, or you, <laughs> let's start at verse 8 over again. And Elohim is able to make all Hanan abound toward you, that in everything, always having all sufficiency, you may abound to every good work, even as it has been written. He has distributed liberally. He has given to the poor. His righteousness abides forever. Now we get to choose how we do this. Abiyah is not against freedom of choice. He gave us freedom of choice, but he limited the choices just to, te to test us to see if we are going to grow in wisdom or if we're going to remain blind to what he's trying to do. So both of these passages are actually extremely good news. We're allowed to test Yah in the tithe and the offering. I doubt it that anybody would ever be able to outgive Yah. 
but we're encouraged to try. And it's reinforced in verse 7, where it says, Each one as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity, Yah loves a cheerful giver. So why not give generously? So we can reap generously as well. So we can give again generously. And so the cycle continues. And if that cycle doesn't fill you with joy, if that very picture doesn't excite you, then as in times then then as in times past, the suggestion might be that you need a checkup from the neck up. I know I've needed them on occasion. Hallelujah. That having been said, if you are here and you are enjoying and loving what you're hearing and believe yourself to be growing, you're probably right because the Ruach HaKadosh has probably put that on your heart. And if he has, and you feel like contributing to the work that we're doing, feel free to go to give.yahweh.love that's our free PayPal giving portal. Or you can send us a check or money order to Love Inc. P.O. Box 68138 Phoenix, Arizona 85082. Or you can text 77777, excuse me, to 44321. Again, those options are give.yahweh.love. That's G-I-V-E dot capital Y-A-H-W-E-H dot capital L-O-V-E. Or you can send check money order to L-O-V-E-I-N-K period P.O. Box 68138 Phoenix, Arizona 85082. And please don't just send the check or money order. Send us a letter. Let us, we'd love to hear how you're doing, and let's face it, letter writing is how this whole thing started. Well, how it continues in many cases, anyway. And the third option, you don't have to worry about spell check. If you do, well, if it tries to check it, then you might want want to figure out what's going on with your phone. Text 77777 to 44321. And that'll do it. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for those that are able to give, for those that want to give, but for whatever reason are unable, and for those that are only able to give a widow's might, Yah, that you would pour out your brukata upon them so that your promises can be evidenced in their lives for the drawing of others, for the increase of your kingdom, for your esteem, for your kavod. Abba, we know that your word will not come back void. So we thank you for everything you've done, everything you're doing, and everything you're going to do. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Well, as I said earlier, I am Shalak Scribe, and I am grateful to be here today. I am grateful to 
experienced the love and forgiveness of my brothers and sisters for having missed the call last night. Grateful to be home. Grateful to have had a home. Praise Yah for all of it. He's the one that made it possible, kept the train on the rails. I am grateful for the fact that I was able to meet my new neighbor today and actually was able to talk to him to him a little bit, even though I can't remember the man's name. I do know that he is an engineer. No, actually, he's a manager at Toro. He worked for, for Amazon for three years. He was over in Europe, and he is excited to understand more about what business development is all about. And I am grateful for the fact that, believe it or not, I actually got dressed and looked halfway professional and got out of the house today. Um, and it's pretty much where the good news ended, but it's a start, I guess. Um, we move on from here. And it's at this point, I open the line and ask anybody else that would like to introduce themselves to go ahead and take the mic. Hallelujah. next. Okay, well, I'm unmuted, so I know everybody that's on the line is hearing me. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play a song. And maybe that'll get people primed. Hallelujah. Okay, gentlemen. All right, hallelujah. Uh, Genesis Bishop, and I am thankful for all the people that came into our store today. Um, we usually don't get this much distance on a Monday, but we did today, and I'm just grateful we got it. Um, I'm grateful that uh, staying here at the Meridian tonight is so peaceful here, way more peaceful than my house. And uh, I'm grateful that uh, that I'm just here to to grow and transform. And um, that's all I got to say. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Jennifer. Who would like to introduce themselves next? Hello. 
comfortable hearing everyone because it seems so quiet. So when people go, they please talk closer to the to the phone. So my name is Marissa, and I am thankful for today. And I'm an overcomer. Thankful for me always help. And got some cleaning done in the the run bedroom that needed to be dusted and wiped down. So I was able to get get that fit sorted out today and I'm thankful for getting some more stuff into the computer as I want to get all of it done into the computer but it's also making more time to apply it and I'm thankful for the weather that it's hot but it's not like terribly sweating hot I look forward to the next few weeks where it's cooler we can get some of the yard work that Mark's been telling me about that I could do some at least get it ready because I don't know when the planting season is but get some of the weeds out of the garden it'll be be nice when it's not so hot outside or we can make it a morning project so thankful for for that as well and for I didn't apply yet for this this job opportunity that I'll look into I have to update my resume is it from my old address and let's see what LA has planned to be able to work in the home setting which would be a good start. So hopefully it can work out even though there's a few bad reviews about things, but I'm still going to look for, look into it and not dwell on just one or two people saying something about it. So I trust that Yahweh already knows and thank for that Yahweh is able to be in agreement and, and everything else. And for Jennifer being on the line and sharing her thankfulness even I couldn't hear you very well but I'm thankful for you and that you're able to come on and join us hallelujah I'll pass hallelujah thank you Marissa Hi guys, it's Yami. Hi, Yami. Um, my phone, my cell phone, this is my landline I'm on. It says that you're out of rest or something like that. I don't understand why the phone does that, but sorry I'm late. And um I suppose we're just saying hi, my name is Yami. And I am thankful for three things. <laughs> the special three things I'm thankful for tonight is being back in my home. It was a great trip, but it's nice to be home. 
and I'm thankful for um, connecting with my friends um, back in town, and I'm thankful for the these lines that we can uh, talk about today and see and allow our Messiah to be a part of it and pass. All right. Thank you for that, Yami. Appreciate it. Who's next? Anybody else out there that would like to introduce themselves? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just got off the phone with Shipley, and Ship is pumped. He definitely the the teacher's pet or the chaplain's pet. Uh, he's made very clear we need to pray for this guy because he's a total normal Christian egomaniac kind of guy that just wants to be the center of attention, just wants to be up there, you know, talking, but it becomes very apparent as that guy talks in some of the other call-outs that Stephen has been in where this guy is up front that the guy lacks experience, he lacks strength, he lacks hope. He doesn't really have the love message that he hears from us and he's receiving from us that he wants to emulate when he's in there. He doesn't want to be up there, you know, for his own ego or for his own, you know, thing. So he's really trying not to just bust up there, although a lot of the guys already know by listening to Stephen, that Stephen can run circles around this other guy as far as scripture goes. So, you know, he's in this really touchy spot as a leader. He's very excited, very excited, but he doesn't want to blow anything by overstepping any boundaries or anything else. Cause like I said, this guy is kind of like a teacher's pet kind of thing. And he'd be the kind of guy that would try to get Stephen in trouble for anything. Uh, because he's jealous and whatever. So I, I want to just kind of put that out there to pray for Stephen. He's really stepping in before a licensing, before an ordination, before a transformation certification. He's stepping in as a minister of love. And he, he's grabbing the bull by the horns, and he's leading a ministry. And he's never done this before. This is a really big deal for him. And he's, you know calling a lot to ask really, really good questions and really good counsel uh, is, is going forth. And that's what we really want to do is we want to develop leaders on the inside. I have uh, a group that I'm messaging regularly now, and I have three more that are going to be added to the group. And then I've got all these Wisconsin guys that are starting to uh, step into place at several other facilities. So, you know, we're, we're up to, through all of these now, we're at about 10 different facilities, uh, if you're not aware of that. So that's how fast 
things are starting to grow for me as the overseer of all these different guys that are in. And each one is at a different level. Each one is growing at their own, you know, pace and space and whatever. Um, but the chaplain is willing to let us get these hallelujah scriptures into him. And then all the guys that are requesting them, you know, he will distribute them out to those guys that are really serious about uh, using the hallelujah scriptures for the call out. Um, the main text that they are keeping were the, you know, the $40 uh, Hebraic Roots Bible is that's the main one they're not going to give out to anybody, which is fine because, you know, the, the cost is uh, much less for the Holy Scriptures. So it's great. And we would want to figure out a way to get these Holy Scriptures pumped in there because what they want to do for the week while they're not studying, or I mean, while they're not in a transformed recovery meeting, is they want to study. So we have to just supply them with the study guides so they can understand how to study. And some of them are close enough, you know, with Shipley that they can do some small studies, you know, right from their their houses, as they call them, which is really their cell. But uh, I'm very grateful that all of this is coming together. They grew. They had three the first week. They got four last night, and they're expecting a bunch more. And they would have had actually seven, I'm sorry, six the first week, but three guys got moved to other facilities. So those guys were, you know, before they left, they were saying, I'm really interested in this program. How can I find more information? So they were given my information as well. So there's going to be more and more guys starting to reach out. So right now, while we're developing our communicational system on the outside, on the radio, we have to realize on the inside, the in-program that is happening within prisons right now, that you guys have a very convenient, easy, simple, cost-free way because you already have a telephone with unlimited minutes or you have internet connections with unlimited Wi-Fi and you can get on our line and you can listen and listen and listen. And if you want to go to pre-recorded broadcasts and listen specifically, you can go to our, our podcast stations at Spotify and other places. So you have total access to great teaching. And these guys are begging for it. They're wanting it. But for them to get that directly from me, which is, you know, recordings that we can't send in there, they can't listen to Spotify in there, uh, unfortunately. That's something I'm going to be working on, by the way. But our system of teaching on the outside is very convenient for everyone that's on this line or is going to hear this in a pre-recorded broadcast. You have it made in the shade. The punishment for those guys is that they don't have it easy to get access to recovery, which is kind of insane because they're supposed to be in a correctional facility. They're supposed to be getting help 
to change so they don't commit the crimes again, right? So we do a lot more than just tell people how to quit drugs. We take a lawless person and teach them how to become lawful. Hallelujah. And all of that came right out of Mount Sinai a long time ago. It's some basic human dignity, respect, integrity, communicational, relational type things that come in that Torah, in that law, in that instruction that is what will keep a person from going back to their own vomit and recommitting the crime. So I want you guys to realize we got the best because we are touting that Yaz already wrote a program and our main thing in Transformed Recovery is to be the guidepost to show them where in those scriptures they can be empowered by that sharper than any two-edged sword that is at their disposal. Uh, I'm really going to challenge all those that are authors to really step it up and get as many of your lesson plans done, all the things on prayer, all the things on wealth of wisdom, all the things on promises. If you guys would contribute even, I mean, I, mean, I know there's 5,000 promises. I'm not expecting all of those. But if Stan got the first 77 promises out in a yamentary fashion, nothing long, just something short, and write one, then write another one, then write another one, then write another one. And if Scribe would just get those organized all the way through the wealth of wisdom, and we would have those wealth of wisdom studies to get into those prison systems, all part of this transformation. And if Yami can get her teachings in writing, get them done so that she has, you know, 50 or 100 or 150 or 200 teachings on, on praise, prayer, decree, and declare, which is her assignment. I can tell you I'm going to continue to crank out and revise, because now i got to revise, all this information. And I think if I revise what has already been written and just add a little bit to it, we're going to have a good starter book. But whatever you guys can add to it, if it's not 77, maybe you can get done 37 promises. If it's not the full wealth of wisdom, you can say the first seven chapters of wealth of wisdom. And, that, and then call that Wealth of Wisdom Part 1, you know, and then go through the next seven chapters and the next seven chapters and the next final chapters, and that'll be 31 chapters, you know. However it has to be done, we got to get it done. We really got to all go to work. And I'm pleading to all of you that the windows of Shamaim open up upon you and it just pours out Benachot beyond anything you can even think, ask, or hope for that you could just really be a part of authoring something that is going to transform lives. You might think you don't have much to give, but I'll, I'll guarantee you those that have been chosen to author this, it was not by accident. You were chosen to author these things by Abba Yah, not by Rev Rock. He told me to nudge you guys and bring out the best of what you got because you got way more than what they got. And in fact, you got way more than what 99.9% .9 of people that are in recovery got. And you need to be 
realizing who you are in kingdom by the knowledge he's already put inside you, you will transform lives by sharing this knowledge. And I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful especially for those that have been chosen to help me complete this. Because I was told by Abba Yah that I wasn't supposed to do this book all by myself, that I was supposed to select the right people. And I know that I have selected the right people. And I know that it's going to challenge every one of you as it has me. Because it forces us to be disciplined to get something done. Get a final, okay, this is how much we got. All right, I got this from Sand. I got this from Scribe. I got this from Yami. And I got this that I've put together. And that's it. That's our first edition Transform Recovery textbook. That's it. And we're going to publish it. And we're going to do it. So it's really been bothering me. It's been bothering me for months. I had set a goal with everyone on the beginning of this Pope's calendar year. In the beginning of 2022, that we would all be done by March. And here we are. Not done. So the same problem I've had in getting the book done, now i got three other people duplicating my inability to finish something. Uh, we really got to finish this. And I think the, the parts that you got are the perfect parts for you to do because they're very positive promises. Those are very hopeful things that Sand gets to write about. Prescribe wisdom is an important thing in his walk, and he needs to write about it because he ministers to himself when the Ruach ministers to him regarding it. And Yami is great at prayer. She's got an anointing. She needs to learn how to teach other people how to get great at prayer. That's what Yah pressed on my heart a long, long time ago, was if she could just teach other people to become intimate with Abba Yah like she has, wow, would that be a powerful, powerful book to share with the world. I want that book from Yami, just like there's a Genesis and Exodus and Leviticus and a Numbers. I want the four of us to pull together four cool books to make up Transformed Recovery to get this party started. Who knows, by the time we do the second edition, Shipley may have a portion that gets admitted and gets added that would be the in-reach aspect to Transformed Recovery. And uh, I'm, I'm just really, I love you all. Um, I'm doing a lot right now to revamp the radio broadcasting. I want that to be better than what it's been. Yahweh has been pressing that on my heart as well, that I'm not doing what I'm capable of doing, and therefore we're not reaching as many souls as what we could. So I'm really, really putting together, you know, ideas and, and looking at things amongst a lot, a lot of financial production things that I have to do, as well as I know everybody else on this line, we all have to be continuing to work our jobs or our businesses so that we can produce finances, provision, produce provision. Yah made us for production. 
And this is a season that I believe our prosperity is going to soar through the ceiling, and he's going to do it while we're writing books. Now I go, okay, I'm going to write books, and now I'm not going to go out and make money. No. Oh, I'm going to get on the line, and I'm going to teach for four hours a day, but I'm not going to work my business. I'm only going to really work that four hours that I do live broadcasting. No. That's that's not what's up. You put in a good eight hours for your business, and then you put in four hours of ministry on top of that and make it a good 12-hour day. And then if you're like me and you do some counseling on top of that, you do some writing on top of that, you do some studying on top of that, you do some researching on top of that, you got yourself a 15 to 16 to 17 to 18 hour day. Go for it. You can, you can survive on six hours of sleep. Let's all run hard together. Let's go, 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 go. I mean, I'm, I'm in awe of some of these guys like Mark Wahlberg, who's cranking out a movie every two to three months. He's got another movie out. That's he's working it. He's working it. And that, that inspires me because I know there's go-getters out there. I see them, you know, and uh, I appreciate those kind of people because they really get me fired up about doing more. Hallelujah. John Maxwell having 100 books, that one really excites me too. And then he goes out and he speaks and he teaches and does all these other things on top of writing the books. So that is that is just a super cool legacy to leave behind is over 100 books written. And uh, we have a bunch of them sitting five feet away from me right now. And they're very scriptural. So... Hallelujah. Love you all. Thank you. Love you, Rock. Thanks for that. Who's next? have Shalaya San on or should we just uh, keep rolling? She's on but I know she's working uh, she's working on things while she's on the line. Alright, well in that case I won't interrupt. I will ask Yami if she would be willing to pray clear the line and to remember to pray for uh, Stephen Shipley and what's going on in the prison systems as well. Hallelujah. Hello. Go ahead. You're live. Well, we did have a Yami on to pray, but apparently she disconnected herself. So we'll give her give her a few minutes to get back in. Abby, I would just thank you tonight for this powerful, powerful love fellowship gathering of RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections, where we look back with the power of the Ruach coming down from our innermost being and that we have a wellspring of love that starts to, to well up inside us 
and that it just is so intense that it just starts to overflow out of us onto others all around us and that we have the impact being made everywhere that we are. We are the love. We are yours. We are your children that live and walk and breathe in the Yah image because we've learned through Transformed Recovery that you've given us a pathway to getting out of an old self-image with lots of strongholds and yuck, yuck, and uh, yuck of flesh and get ourselves into out of those evil strongholds and into your yaholds. No more wrongholds, only yaholds. Hallelujah. We praise you for this. We thank you for this. And we ask that you just pour out your Ruach HaKodesh into these prison systems and it catches like fire, like an all-consuming fire, and people start hearing more and more and more about Love, Inc. and Transformed Recovery and that we become the most popular, not because we're easy, but because we're hard, the most popular call-out of all the other call-outs that are there, even more popular than AA, even more popular than NA, even more popular than Celebrate Recovery or any of these other programs, we become the ultimate transformational program on the inside. Hallelujah. And the outside. Change this heart again 
hallelujah, that was changed in his heart. Uh, by a band whose name I did not catch. Give me two seconds to figure that out. I absolutely love this part of it. Anyways, that portion of Transformed Recovery RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections was brought to you by Marissa Sood and her efforts and her endeavors in creating a better Marissa and recreating a Marissa in Yah's image and emulating Marissa and Marissa emulating, let me rephrase that, in emulating in Marissa emulating Yah in everything that she does. And she is involved in some very exciting things. So if you would like to and you want to help support Marissa and all she's doing, you can go to lifewave.com forward slash Coles and learn all about the exciting stuff that Dr. David Schmidt is doing with stem cells. We are working directly with them through our Naturopathic Network Association. And again, it's all about learning how to operate and function in and with the light. And that is exactly what LifeWave does by bringing forward a way to reactivate, rejuvenate, realign the human stem cell system using the power of light through a product called X39. So we'd like to thank Marissa for her, her contributions tonight. And yeah, Marissa, if you would like to give your phone number, you can go ahead and do that now, and we will get to it. Hallelujah. I'm still learning my phone number, but bear with me. It's 480-653-6152. That's my phone number. My name is Marissa. Why don't you go ahead and give it one more time with a little bit more energy. Okay. 480-653-6152. I think that's my... I'm still memorizing my numbers, so bear with me. If I check it and make sure I repeat it one more time, then I'll get really enthusiastic. I get the three oh, and two mixed up, so I apologize. That's okay. all great. Go ahead. So, it is, yes. 480 653 6152. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And thank you for all you do on RIP 2.0. If you could be ready in a few minutes with the uh, TR12 reading, we will be calling on you again shortly. Code dash step 10. RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections, is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kodesh Scriptures seriously 
is one of the greatest ways to go through each Kitbay Kodesh step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for a successful, orderly, transformed love fellowship gathering, LFG, format is to study in oneness each of the listed Kitbay Kodesh writings for each Kodesh step. As an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. That format, I'm sorry, the format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded. But to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Kippet Kodesh Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kodesh steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given Kippet Kodesh Step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own YAH development, recording YAHLI actions the actions daily and or even fleshly actions gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach. This check by Yah, love from within, leads us into Teshuvah, change, or the way Yeshua to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold, into a new pattern of thinking, a Yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the sacred scriptures in English literally memorized. While in the world before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by Love, Inc., through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah, from Colossians 2.8, HRB, by Shaul the Shliach. Colossians 2, HRB 20.12, watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, not according to Messiah. And if you will bear with me, I actually want to read Are you waiting for me? You can't use that phone.
Let me tell you about my life. I feel like I'm in his body, trying to do karate. Chop my mind till it get behind. So Christ can shine. I can stop being blind and stop believing the lies. Stop believing the crying. So. Hello? Pathways of thought are formed as I think of you So I meditate on your everlasting truth.
Let the mind of Christ revive my soul. Come and satisfy. Colossians 2.8 in uh, the Hallelujah Scriptures and read that real quick. I can't get to it. I can't get back to it real quick. I just want to ask a public question on that when it gets to one to a specific point. You said Colossians 2.8? Yes. At the end of the... Okay, I just had it and I lost it. What is it doing now? Okay. See to it that no one makes a prey of you. See Sorry. It does looking down. That's why you couldn't hear me. Where is it? See to it that no one makes a prey of you through a philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary matters of the world, and not according to Mashiach. Okay, Shalayak Rock, before I got cut off by myself, I had asked the question, is where it says pray, could we interject, just for um, understanding and simplicity, could we interject the word do not allow or the phrase do not let yourself be victimized just for simplicity of understanding he says yes he said yes okay good i wanted to get that in there because i i, I figured it just made sense um because normally the prey is the victim so long as we get the e in there and not the a hallelujah all right Without further word from me, Marissa, Transform Recovery, 12KK Steps. It's all Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. I found it. Transform Recovery, 12KK Steps. Kifei HaKadosh, the dedicated writings or the Hebrew, or Hebrew scriptures. TR 12KK Steps. Transform Recovery, 12 Kifei Kadesh Steps. First Yehukanan 4 8 is first John 4 8. Yahweh is love. The TR 12 KK step love bites of Yahweh. TR KK step one, we agreed without love, we were bankrupt. TR KK step two, we agreed Yahweh is pure love. TR KK step three, we agreed to do love as the perfect will of Yahweh. TR KK step four, we agreed to do loves 
deeper and honest heart exam, TRKK Step 5. We agree to share love's examinations honestly. TRKK Step 6, we prepared our souls by fasting and praying for more love. TRKK Step 7, we prayed, He, Yahweh, remove anything anti-love, humbling us. TRKK Step 8, we made a list of people we hurt and didn't love correctly. TRKK Step 9, we asked Yahweh and the people on the list for forgiveness. TRKK Step 10, we examined love's nine KK steps daily in our actions. TRKK Step 11, we prayed and listened to Yahweh, improving on love's will. TRKK Step 12, we practiced love's will daily, making messengers by Yeshua's example of living these TR12 Kitfei Kadesh steps. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Appreciate your stepping up and reading that. Step seven, we prayed, he, Yahweh, remove anything anti-love humbling us. That's the ultimate consideration tonight. What is it that still remains in us that Yah, who is all-knowing, could consider could consider anti-love. What could the world see in us that could be considered anti-love or arrogant, pompous, puffed up? All that stuff needs to go, and the only way it can go is if we allow Yahweh to have the reins. So as I was preparing tonight, um, Isaiah 44, 21, and 22, actually 21 to 23, I posted 21 and 22, but I'm going to... bring 23 into it. We all know 24. 20, uh, Isaiah 44, 24, we're all familiar with. But Isaiah 44, 21 to 23 reads like this. Remember these, O Yahub and Yashrael, for you are my servant. I have formed you. You are, you are my servant, O Yashrael. Do not forget me. I shall wipe out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I shall redeem you. Sing, O Shamaim, for Yahweh shall do it. Shout, O depths of the earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, forests, and every tree in it. For Yahweh shall redeem Yaakov and make himself clear in Yashrael. Now, if that isn't a step seven verse, if we can't, if we don't believe ourselves to be 
part of Yashrael, if we don't believe ourselves to be the offspring of Jacob, who was the offspring of Abraham, twice removed, or once removed, Isaac was in there. If we don't see ourselves in this as this, as a direct command from Yahweh to us regarding repentance, are we really listening? Are we really hearing what we read? Now, it might sound silly to hear somebody say, are we really hearing, are we really listening to what we read? Don't we read with our eyes? Well, yeah, we do read with our eyes. But Yah also speaks to us as we read these things. These words are as alive today as they were when they were first experienced. Don't kid yourselves. There was repentance going on here. This was a call to repentance to all of Yisrael because they had backslidden and wanted to reject or were in the middle of rejecting Abiyah. Abiyah had had enough. Abiyah said, the family, the family dad has reached a rock bottom. I need to get his attention again. I need to cause the family of Yaakov to agree, to admit that they were not acting in love and that they were in fact bank, bankrupt. I had to admit, he had to make them admit that he, Yahweh, is pure love. He had to he had to get them to agree in Ruach, in their inner man, to agree to do love as he expressed it needed to be done. We can go through each one of these in here, or as it's listed in the 12 steps, we agreed to do love's deep written honest heart exam. Now, granted, it might not say, it, you know, it might not literally say in this passage that we were told to write it down, but guess what? We know it was written down because if it wasn't written down, we couldn't be reading it. So we know that Yeshayahu heard the word from Shamaim, heard the word from Yah to write it down as a deep heart examination, as a deep written honest heart exam, and encourage Yisrael to do the same, or to at least consider it. We agreed to share love's examinations Honestly, it goes on. There's no two ways around it. What caught my attention in going through this was in verse 22, 
where it says, I shall wipe out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. So as the sun rises in our lives, S-O-N, our sins will be burnt off like a thick fog. This is something we all understand. There isn't a one of us on this line right now that has never seen the sun burn off the fog. The sun, S-U-N. Okay, so Yah is, he is explaining through Yeshayahu using natural analogies that we all understand, that we all can't deny. He's using those natural analogies to prove himself to us, and he's saying once you have clarity, once you begin to have clarity, return to me. Return to me, and I will redeem you. Because you see, we are, we already know. We already know he's there. Despite the thickness of the fog, despite the thickness and the darkness of the sin of our sin, of the depression that we're in, of whatever rock bottom it is that we're facing, there's something about Yah in us that we already know, that we are already cognizant of. He's left it there so that we are never fully without him. Let the presence of the sun burn off the fog, burn off the darkness, break through the light, and when it happens, return to me and I will redeem you. Then verse 23 says, O sing Shamayim, or sing O Shamayim, sing O heavens, for Elohim shall do it. Shout, O depths of the earth, break forth into singing, O mountains, forests, and every tree in it. For Yahweh shall redeem Yaakov and make himself clear in Yisrael. So if we if we repent as we repent, we should be standing in excited expectation, in joyous expectation of being able to see him through his actions in our lives, through his actions in the natural world you know, around us as things happen. We should, you know, we should be able to see him because he promised he was going to do it. If we live in a regular step, one through seven, seven through twelve, we have this daily process that emulates the natural world. The sun goes down, we rest, the sun comes up. We have tr- This day is going to have tr- troubles all its own. We don't need to borrow any. The sun is going to come up. 
If we have to repent, repent. But when the fog is gone, we have to stand knowing that we know that the Father of promises is there ready, willing, and wanting to fulfill his word in our lives in such a way that it becomes natural for us to experience. He is our first nature. He wants to be our first nature. We're supposed to be working to make our nefesh or our flesh second nature to the Ruach. Am I there? Have, did I walk it perfectly today? No. No, I started to. I listened. I, I, I had uh, Messiah Motivations on, you know, for the better part of the morning, even while I got in the shower. But somehow I still managed to let a little bit, of, you know, I still managed to allow fear to get in there as I was trying to get, you know, as I was contemplating getting out on the street. Who do I go talk to? What do I go talk to him about? Do I have an, do I have enough enough uh, enough grasp of the information to share that I can do it conf- confidently without stumbling over my words? And there should be no reason that any doubt is there. I've helped people do it. I've helped people do it, and they've gotten results doing it. So why does scribe still stumble over himself? Why does scribe still still stumble over these matters that should be nothing more than cracks in a sidewalk? Where all of a sudden he makes them the size of the mountains of the trains that, of, the, of the trains that he rode this past week to get out to California and back. It makes no sense. What are we focusing on? What are we focusing on? We are not programmed to hate. We're not programmed to live in fear. There's that one recording that Rock played this morning where the where individual I was talking about, it says every synapsis in our brain was designed to function better conveying or, or possessing a consciousness of love rather than one of fear. We have to learn to fear. We have to learn to fear. We were created to operate in a mentality of love. And if we're not doing it, then we have to go back and do that step seven all over again and figure out where it was we messed up and how we cannot mess it up again as we go through it because Yah will make us go through it again. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your word today. We just ask that your word finds its way into 
willing hearts and minds that will absorb it, that will seek to understand it, that will devour it and become Galal Talmudim and will spread it and share it as it gives you honor. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah. In Yamin. Anybody out there that would like to comment on the verses tonight? The line is open. Hallelujah. Hi, it's Yami. Yeah, I mean, this is a reality that that um, I'm experiencing, like, now. Like, um, my own heart's desires are not evil. But they've got to come in line with Yah's nature. Because it turns, when when we go after, when I go after something um, that I want to be in my life, I'm trying to get something. And love isn't, doesn't, Try to get anything. Love gives. Yasso loved the world that he gave his only son. And so I'm still hitting the same wall when I go after my own desires. Now, I do believe that Yah does cause our desires as we let that um, essence of love develop in us, our desires stay in line with love. And it's not bad that I want, but for me to um, push that is what Yah wants me to learn. He wants me to be satisfied with his love and to know that he has a good plan and no matter what lies the devil puts in front of my eyes, I have to do the, the um, respond and do the right action, which is give love. Otherwise, if I'm after something that I want, I'm not submitted. I'm um, chasing. And we are established in him, and we don't need to chase after anything. He has everything we need involved in and when you were talking about um, basically how I took is when I hit that wall, I realized, wow, I'm going after my own and I need to run after my Messiah. I need to run after the one who knows everything eternally. Because 
if humans are involved and human will is involved, it's going to destroy. It's not going because it's going after building its own kingdom. When Yah already has given us the kingdom and the keys to the kingdom, and all we have to do is remain with him. And as we experience life one day at a time, we remain excited in the exploits, experiences that he gives us and and not try to um, manage situations, knowing that our creator will will clean the slate of anything that's in the way of his will, and we get to be a part of that so that that real love can be on this earth as it's already established in him, in him, in his love, we live, move, and have our being. We don't live, move, and, and have everything we want and have everything be the way we pictured it needs to be. We have to come to the realization when we're going wrong. And then he says, come on back. And he'll, he'll open the eyes of our understanding so that we know he paid the price so that this part of us can be under our feet. And as the negative part of us that wants what it wants gets put under our feet where it belongs, then we're content. And we don't need to pull anything into our lives, but let him orchestrate his eternal plan. He tells us it's all good. And he, like we just read, he tells us when we're being stupid, but he doesn't fail to love us. He lets us hurt ourselves with knowing that we're going to get miserable enough to return to him and then to surrender and to experience the height, the depth, the breadth, the length, and the width of the love he has towards us. And for this, I'll forever be grateful because I belong to my beloved and he desires me. Pass. Thank you for that, Yami. Who's next? You handed me the phone for a minute ago. I am. 
number 21. It talks about that Jacob and Israel are your servants, or my servants, so Yahweh knows. As we serve him, he knows how to help us go through that process. And I am um, learning to serve him more every day. I am looking at, as when Scribe was sharing about number 22, that Yahweh is he wipes out our transgressions and uh, like a cloud. And we sense like a, like a mist or like a, like a fog. So Yahweh, his son, is, he helps us through those, the process of the transgressions. And sing, O Shammai, for Yahweh shall do it. Shout, O depths of the earth, break into, break forth into singing, O mountains, forest, and every tree in it. For Yahweh shall redeem Jacob and make himself clear in Israel. Yahweh is making Jacob clear. He's cleansing him. And he can do the same for us. There. I took okay. it off. Speak. All right. Okay. Good. You probably yeah, that's the cell phone that wasn't your home phone. You're calling yeah. me on your home phone. Right? I'm calling you on my cell phone. I got. I... So, as um, Yahweh knows, as He carries me through each day, and He carries my transgression. He can wipe them, wipe them clean. So I just have to stay in repentance and let Yahweh help me understand my wrongdoings and help work it, and help work it out so I get to be in a better place in my life. So, so he can make himself clear in my life. So I just have to keep on trusting that Yahweh's doing it. He's doing the work that is that is necessary. So hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing, Marissa. Appreciate that. Good words so far, all the way along. Who's next? I'll speak next. And uh, I got my headphones on, so if I seem quiet, I'm sorry. <clears throat> but uh, what I gathered from the uh, scripture is that um, we have to just keep doing the things that we do and we have to stay um, productive and and keep doing the things that Yahweh wants us to do because 
he loves us and he uh, wouldn't put anything on our plate he couldn't handle. Um, he would never do that. And so, um, and that we should listen. I, uh, I actually learned a very good lesson from listening um, like a week or so ago when um, our delivery guy wrecked our pickup because he failed to listen to what we told him to do. And so I think a big part of this scripture is listening. And after I saw what happened to the the delivery guy wrecking the car vehicle and stuff, it made me want to listen more. So, because that could have been any one of us just by not listening. So, in a weird, odd way, I feel like he's telling us to listen. And so, with that, I'm going to say hallelujah and pass. Hallelujah. Thank you for contributing, Jennifer. Appreciate that. So, hallelujah. Who's next? I know we have more. You're going to make me call on people. I think we got two left. All right. Shalia Sin, you got anything you want to add?
well, hallelujah, hopefully that got somebody else in the mood to share. That was John Fogarty, by the way. And the name of that one was, as long as I can see, and we are going to hit one more. By John as well, and the message is something. This is Weeping in the Promised Land.
And why just say there been no crime here today? Weeping in the promised land. Weeping in the promised land. I said, weeping, weeping, weeping in the promised land. Praise be to the great Yah of Shemaim. Hallelujah. I know I think you've been kind of stalling for me to say something, but I discovered something in the technology of the back office that was kind of exciting that would allow other people to be a co-host and they would have certain permissions. Unfortunately, I can't see any permissions to allow them to play music, so it still leaves us limited as to that aspect. But turning on the record button and getting something started can now happen by me choosing a co-host. So if a person can understand the basic things to turn things on and off, then I can assign them as co-hosts, and they can they can create a recording when I'm not there. And that's really what I'm hoping to do because we have so many people technically technologically challenged that uh, it's holding us back as a ministry. It really is. And, uh, you know, this this has been a frustration for many years that I've struggled with is uh, having all of it resting on my shoulders to make it move forward. And I do appreciate the ones who have stepped into some positions of making some things happen uh, and I'm training Marissa right now to do more and more on that back side of things. So uh, Emily has also volunteered, um, but, uh, you know, I don't know Emily that well, and she's not really talking at all, so I can't get to know her better if you don't talk. You know, I so uh, you gotta, you got to talk to build trust. you got to communicate. And that's how trust is built. And, uh, you know, Marissa's given little tasks and responsibilities each day and how effectively she listens and follows through with instructions and things uh, is a large part of how she's exalted in due time. If she does well with a little, then we give her a little more. And we give her a little more and a little more and a little more. And she keeps taking on more responsibilities. She's doing, you know, well with a lot of things, but then there's other areas that she's challenged. So we're just going through growing pains together, and that's uh, how it works. But uh, she cooked an incredible meal today, uh, made me a phenomenal salad last night. And she cleaned the room today uh, here at Home of Shalom, so we can have a new person move into a room. So we do have a room available. 
uh, and uh, it would be really cool for us to find a, a perfect fit uh, because we got a lot of peace here just by having Calvin gone. Um, as far as this Yeshayahu scripture, you know, the, the thing that we do called the 77 thankful things really should be the place of expressing even when we do it at night, we do three thankful things each night. It should be the place of expressing this very three scripture, three verses that kind of go together as a message. We don't really always appreciate how Abba Yah has unconditionally loved Yisrael. And sadly, I think many of us forget that we are Yisrael, or we're supposed to be. <laughs> many of us act like the disobedient Yisrael often. <laughs> but do we act like the Yisrael coming into perfection as a remnant? That's the big question. Are we going to commit and submit fully 100% and then be grateful for his barakot as it flows in and out of each of us as a mishpakah? A mishpakah of Yisrael, you know, it, he, he did it through a country and now he does it individually through you as a branch. Many of you, like me, are wild branches, and we definitely took a lot to get us to tame ourselves down. We needed the bit in the mouth so that he could steer us in the right direction. And when we were going too fast and needed to slow down a little bit, he could pull back on us, as you do with any horse. Because when that bit is in the horse's mouth, it's very soft. Their lips are very soft. And it hurts a lot when you pull hard. And that's where many of us have to realize that when he's pulling back on you, it hurts a lot. But it's for your own good because if you kept running the way you're running, you're going to run off of a cliff. And he needed to slow you down enough so you could stop before you did it. When he pulls you to the right or pulls you to the left, he's trying to keep you on the way, the truth and the life path of Yahushua HaMashiach of perfection. So there's so much in here. Because you got to know the rest of the story to really fully appreciate what these three verses are trying to say. Because it's a culmination of all of it that we should be just so humbled that that unconditional love goes out to us the way it does. 
You know, in my Messiah motivation today, I went five hours and 59 minutes from our beginning of us caring and sharing to allowing some special guest speakers to come in and having Joyce Meyer come in, someone who was abused by her own father and estimates that he probably had sex with her over a 15-year period of time, over 200 times. And then to have that backed up by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, a brain scientist who has connected the scriptures to the principles of brain actually works. And to pull all these master's messages together today and creating a broadcast that I think is a stellar broadcast. I mean, that's five hours and 59 minutes of powerful, powerful content that is all on one recording. And we have this ability within us to be grateful for this whole big picture of what Abba Yah will do and what lengths he'll go to save us from ourselves. I just really appreciate these special speakers, including Billy Allsbrook, that came on and brought the Mind of Messiah motivation into such a great place that we're sharing the doing and the being and the doing and the being is what brings out him into this world to see because we are created in the Yah image but we have to step into that because the world is trying to get us to go into this broken, shattered image that is reckless, that doesn't have the reins and the bit in the mouth and is not being led in the right direction. It's just going all over the place and creating chaos and noise. But he creates music. He creates a symphony. And his love is a beautiful symphony. It's something that we should be so, so grateful for. So I'm going to close with this song, Symphony, by Switchfoot, because his love is that to me. And it, and it, it expresses, when I sing it, ooh, your love is a symphony, that it's so beautiful, it's so incredible. Every part played perfectly as he is perfect. It just sings. It, it just... It's not noise. It's not chaos. It's a flow of perfection orchestrated so beautifully. That's love. And that's Him. And that's what we're supposed to be grateful for in this Yeshayahu scripture is we're supposed to be so grateful. It's overwhelming love. It's overwhelming love is what he's trying to tell us that we should be expressing back to him because he overwhelms us with love. 
he overwhelms us with himself and how incredible that he could forgive us for being such a wreck that we all are. At one time or another, we're really, really a mess. And he turns our mess into messages. And that's really a symphony of love. Hallelujah. Praise Yah.
a phrase as usual, Schlack Rock knocks that one out of the park. And he's absolutely right. Um, we need to start seeing our lives as a symphony. The chaos is no longer there. We are no longer ruled by an unwelcome government. We know who's in charge. We know who's on the throne. And it continues to amaze how the, J the JFTNA reading, the Daily Meditation, fits into this. And I'll get to that in a minute, but I just wanted to let everybody know that that second portion of the program was brought to us by none other than Yami Shalaya of Ahaba. And if you'd like to support Yami and what she's doing, you can go to HTTPS, semicolon, forward slash, forward slash, www.lifewave.com, forward slash, Yami. Or you can give her a call. And this may be her landline. I don't know, and I hope she's okay with this. At 1-608-205-2995. So if you're in the Madison area, again, it's Yami or Jamie Cook, 1-608-205-2595. Or you can find her on the web at www.lifewave.com forward slash Yami, capital Y, capital A, capital H, capital M-E. Actually, no, I'm sorry, the M-E is not capitalized. Wow, almost blew that one. Anyways, Yami, we thank you for everything that you do here on the line. And we just wanted to uh, give a shout-out to you. She's doing some awesome work. And she's definitely worth, well, she's definitely deserving and worthy of the praise that she gets on this line. She's greatly appreciated. Hallelujah. JFTNA reading for today. September 25th, 2022, on the Gregorian calendar. Hopeless, not hopelessly bad. We find that we suffer from a disease, not a moral dilemma. We were critically ill, not hopelessly bad. Actually, that's kind of arguable. Uh, doesn't necessarily line up with all of Scripture as we believe it, but it fits. It works. For many of us, transformed recovery was the answer to a personal puzzle of long-standing. Why did we always feel alone? Even in a crowd, we wondered, why do we do so many crazy self-destructive things? Why did we feel so badly about ourselves so much of the time? And how had our lives gotten so messed up? We thought we were hopelessly bad or perhaps hopelessly insane. Given that, it was a great relief to learn we suffered from a disease, addiction, that was the source of our problems. A disease we realized could be treated, and when we treat our disease, we can begin to recover. The only treatment for that disease is Yeshua Messiah. That was my little ad lib. Today, when we 
today when we see symptoms of our disease resurfacing in our lives, we need not despair. After all, it's a treatable, repentable condition we have. We can be grateful. We can recover from the disease of addiction through the application of the 12 steps of TR. Just for today, I am grateful that I have a treatable condition, a moral dilemma. I will continue applying the treatment for the condition of addiction by practicing the TR program. Hallelujah. Marissa, stand ye ready. Hallelujah. Uh, I got the chapter four. Whatever prayer. Rejoice in Yahweh. Always, again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Adon is near. Worry for not, but in all, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Yahweh. And the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yeshua. For the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's any uprightness and if there's any praise, think on these. And what you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these. The Elohim of Shalom shall be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. We will be back tomorrow morning at 7.37 Eastern, 6.37 Pacific, and 4.37... I did it wrong. 7.37 Eastern, 6.37 Central, and 4.37 Pacific with praise, prayer, decree, and declare. Starting another day with Yahweh and being grateful for it. Hallelujah. This is You probably shouldn't skip you probably shouldn't skip mountain time because we're gonna be in mountain time as soon as daylight savings time changes and that's gonna confuse all of us that live in this zone. So you should probably say all four time zones and not three. Okay. I will make I will make a note of that as I make adjustments to the format as I've got it written out. So again, that will be seven thirty seven central, six ah, seven thirty seven eastern, six thirty seven central, five thirty seven mountain, and four thirty seven Pacific. So as it fits, you fit. We will see you tomorrow morning for praise, prayer, decree, and declare, starting your day with Yahweh. Hallelujah. With that, we bid you adieu. Rest in peace. And Yabaruch. There's the tov, everybody.